It's time to preview three-year-old classic day that's opening day at Ascot. This Saturday we're recording. It's currently 11.55am on Thursday, the 8th of October. York is racing in the Avon Valley this afternoon. Love it. What a car. Oh, I love it. I'm actually, I'm actually guts in a couple. Oh, <laughs> I love York. You are brave. I love it. You're a brave man. Um, we're about to launch into, of course, Saturday's nine-race program. It's Cup Day in the country towns of Mora and Leonora on Saturday. So best of luck to those two race clubs on their big day of the year and we finished the weekend on sunday at geraldton now it's ladies day terry on the crayfish coast i better get up there then hey better get up there and check and it out. let's make sure that we are stay tuned uh throughout the show for an info on how you can enter the mundaring hotels wa racing mastermind competition <laughs> and the market city get out stakes bj thanks terry so just a quick reminder that if you want to have a read of my pre-market preview the leg up was released at 7 a.m. this morning on bestbets.com.au. It can also be viewed on the Ozrace website. While Terry and Daniel Cripps combined forces for the Wild West video preview, which is also going to be recorded at Ascot Race Cup course. I think so. Yeah. A bit of, I'm a bit concerned about the background noise you now. You might so. go up to one of the super boxes or something. Potentially, yeah, so super box. That's a good shout. Now, uh, yeah, so Terry and Daniel, uh, the Wild West video preview available on the Betfair Hub, betfair.com. .au. They're also representing all our sand gropers in the Betfair State of Origin Challenge. I see that South Australia skipped clear. Oh, they had a unit and a half and something at 40 bucks. So, I mean, we, we had our big stake on IC Red last week and we've tipped it at $3.50. So, as I said, I thought it might level out and we'd get a BSP of something around $3 plus. A 222 probably wouldn't have bothered. But, uh, no, I think we agree on one early this, uh, this Saturday. So, we'll probably be an eight unit whack. Launch. Launch. Okay. A missile launch. <laughs> now, if you haven't done it yet, make sure you check out Betfair's new mobile app for iOS and Android users. Seriously good. Yeah. It's really the, the functionality um, with sort of Betfair SP and, and wanting to take it late. And so sometimes you can get a bit for newer punters and maybe people that aren't as technologically savvy. It can be uh, difficult to utilize the old Betfair app, but this new one makes things so much easier. So couldn't uh, recommend it higher. All right. Sharpen your edge with the latest from Betfair. Also, the one one is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and all other major podcasting platforms. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Okay, opening day. Cool. Let's get cracking. As we spoke to Chris Nation, uh, Ascot Track Manager, and uh, well, Perth Racing's Track Manager earlier in the show, the rail will be out three meters. Had some rain overnight, which Chris was very happy about, and uh, so we're expecting a um, fair, fair track. Good for fair, happy. Last couple of meetings, last couple of opening days have been at three meters, and it's been. Um, uh, super, geez, they've just rammed up the background noise here, haven't they? They're know. absolutely going in the background. We probably can't tell the 50-odd staff to just call it for an hour or so, though, can we? So we can record the uh, record the 1-1. But I love it. I love it. Just atmosphere. feeling all oh, the atmosphere. It's yeah. here. And, uh, the only thing is I can't smell any horse manure. And when I come to the track, I love to smell horse manure. <laughs> so that's the only thing missing for me at, at this point in time. But I reckon I'll get plenty of that on uh on Saturday, I must, so. I must admit, when I saw it was three meters, I had a, I had a, uh, I was, I was quite pleased about that. So, um, yeah, I, I actually feel as though three is the truth, mm -hmm. uh, and I think Chris Nation sort of alluded a little bit to that in what he was saying that the three is the is our prime position. We need here to be wary, spot. just from what he said yep. as well, that when they do start rolling on the true, that could either play red or it's gonna, it's a different type of uh, setup down there. So it could play super hot or it could play super cold. So when we do move to the true, which I presume will be probably a fair way away. 
Um, it'll be interesting to monitor, but we'll worry about that. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. 100%. Okay. Race one, 12.34 p.m. on Saturday is the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Maiden. I see uh, Pete McCormick on Twitter last night. Um, made a good point. Made yeah, a really, yeah. really good point. You literally just stole my opening line. I was yeah. going to say, Pete's tweet last night, I reckon, was what the entirety um, of the uh, the racing public were thinking. It was such a great opportunity to kick it off with that little two-year-old event, I felt personally. Um, let's see the, let's see the I, babies I in well. action and um, and whatnot. But at, at the end of the day, it's not it's not that big a deal. Um it's not, but it's like it's it, it's just a flat start to the yeah. day. With, with, I won't with be rushing here to get here for twelve thirty-four. Yeah, it'll probably be one of my biggest bets of the day, VJ. Oh, really? But uh, it will be. Yes, hang on, it, hang it'll on. probably be my largest, actually. Well, uh, tell me more. Tell the listeners. Well, I, I think this will be the, the popular horse in the race. So I don't think uh, I don't think I found one out of the box here. But um, in a race full of uh, plotters, VJ, a race full of horses, which I think probably all have a limited sort of. Uh, Scope in them. Darcel Wednesday. Uh, they look like they've, they've got some ability. Miami City Diffusion finished alongside each other. Thought the run of Diffusion was far better than the run of Miami City. Um, it's just probably more trust in where that horse ends up with Miami City likely in the breeze. But Lord Lonsdale looks to be one that um, uh, could be one out of the box. And I don't think any of these are horses that could be out of the box. Uh, it was a super trialer back in late December um, behind Dark Mission. I was in a, a trial where a horse actually fell, um, got home under the uh, under the hands and heels of Maddie Derrick, who was new to the saddle, uh, and subsequently came out from an awkward gate. Was actually pretty well in the market, um, considering the depths of that maiden. End of an era, found the top. Certain punter might have found him at 60 to 1 that day, BJ. I don't want to carry re- on about it. I recall. You do recall. <laughs> you might have uh, been reminded several times around then too. Dark Mission uh, was in that race a smile for me. They're the horse that, um, that beat him home. Trialed in February, looked brilliant. Trialed again recently. And the thing I liked um, in that trial, did get it pretty softish out in front. But when Chloe... Uh, gave him a little whack with the stick. He really did respond and hit the line well. Um, this is a machino gelding. We know what they can do when they get to the front. We've seen the um, the Cockney Crews and the uh, the Lonsdale ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, look, this is just one. Same colours. Same colours. Same colours. Same stable. Same stable. This is just one. I, I think um, might just be better than these. Always wary on a horse first up for off such a long break. Um, but as I said, did have that trial in February. Has trialed well since. This looks a pretty softish map. I think they'll probably look to go straight to the top here and um i think chloe can ride the first winner of the ascot season and she's had a bit of a a slow start to the season i think she's won from 81 um thus far but uh i don't think she could have a better ride to kick off the ascot season so i think this is one of my better bets of the day bj marked him two dollars 70 currently around 350 so easy to have a bet yeah, straight to the front, Chloe aboard Lons- Lord Lonsdale. And yeah, I, I just think he's just going to keep rolling and he will chalk up his maiden victory. First run for Kieran McDonough was originally with Tiana, Tiana. Robertson. Mm. So change stables, but yeah, that trial was uh, was really good. Looks a nice lump of a horse as well. Uh, I think it's got a bit of a class edge on these. Lord Lonsdale uh, on the opening event on opening day. Darcel, the clear danger for me. If I get seven, eight bucks bet fair late, I'll be saving. Okay. I agree with that as well. And the blinkers have gone on Wednesday, who's probably the, the third pick. But yep. uh, the Darcel was a better run than Wednesday. I last thought so. Day. And I think Darcel got to the worst part of the track. And I think Darcel is also more capable of utilizing the better gate than Wednesday as well. And I think Darcel agree. will be in position A with the fitness, uh, the added fitness edge on, um, on Lonsdale. Lord Lonsdale, if there is going to be a, uh, a fly on the ointment horse. 
Okay, race two uh, for the babies, as we've discussed, always a uh, really, really, really um, interesting one to watch early. And uh, you are our uh, our baby specialist, BJ. So um, tell me uh, and tell the listeners why we should have something on here. Yeah, look, I think it's. Um, I did all the breeding and I've done all the the trial form. I've been watching a lot of these babies. For been life. doing a bit of breeding lately, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> I have actually. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, the and been watching these babies trial uh, in over the last month or so. Um, they, there's only been one real standout for me, and that's Fatal Femme from the Sean and Jake Casey yard, uh, shooting to win Philly House from um, Wally Daly's really good family of um, the, the Dam Femme. Uh, there's been lots of winners come through her, come through her her uh, her offspring as well, and um, and and Wally Daly's got a, a good thing happening with his his um, band of broodmares. And uh, look, Femme Fatale, uh, Fatale Femme rather, um, was too good for la- the lady is a vamp and Rommel's command in a 400 meter trial at Belmont on the 14th of September, but then really stamped her authority in a, in a thousand meter heat on the 29th of September. She sort of tracked up a really strong tempo set by Frosted Star, uh, who was uh, who was in in this race in the initial plate on Saturday, and uh, Jordan Turner sort of stalked that tempo, produced her at the right time. She sort of uh, cruised to the line with with plenty in the in the tank. I feel as though if Fatal Femme can. Uh, hold her trial form, bring that to race day. Um, I think, and Sean and Jake Casey can hold her together. I think Fatal Femme has got these covered and should be winning uh, the initial plate. Terry? Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I did all the trial replays. Not a big breeding man, uh, as you are, um, <laughs> in, in, in either sense. Um, and the, I mean, the only one that I, uh, Fatal Femme was a standout, but yeah. I, I wouldn't be taking even money in a, an initial plate about, no. uh, at about, about Wings, to be honest with you. So, oh, I probably would take that about Wings. But, uh, Crown Princess was one I actually didn't mind, um, the last 100 meters or so for a bit of a smaller yeah. trainer. Yep. I think it's one you'll see 50, 60, $70 late on Betfair. Would not be jumping into the 20 bucks. Currently, um, I'll be having the smallest of bets that I possibly can have. Hails from actually, actually hails from a really good family. Does okay. Crown Crown Princess, but um, I, I saw her working home as well. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I see uh, locally anyway. Fatal Femme is t- was two ninety into two twenty at the moment. At you time got to feel for Bradley marking this race, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> what's he, what are you meant to do here? Yeah, and um, yeah. Look, if if the fave doesn't turn up, the uh, the winner will come from one of either. The lady is a vamp. Rommel's command, as we've spoken about those two, and maybe send it son from the the Pierce brothers. I think mm-hmm. they appear to be the uh, the main dangers. But yeah, for Talfem, nice draw. Should be able to stalk the uh, what hope, hopefully a genuine tempo. Kept out of trouble by Geordie Turner. I think for Talfem, just races to victory. They love for magic. 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 Oh, oh, Celtino. Yeah. Uh, well, it. I tell you what, with a better draw, Celtino would have probably made my top four. It's so hard to win yeah. um, as a uh, as a unraced horse from an awkward gate taking a sit. I mean, most of these horses are um, are taught to to sort of just jump and run early in their career. So it's even with I see red last week. Luke was saying, "Geez, I hope um, I hope we can get around a corner." What do, you, mm. what do you mean? He goes, "Oh, I've never been around a corner before." Yeah. So I said, oh, Jesus Christ. So um, yeah, but, so, but, so yeah, difficult so, from the draw. So, and, but also, Celtino is one of the few that have actually trialed over a thousand that has actually gone around a corner mm-hmm. as well. Most of these have only had the the four hundreds, like you spoke about. But yeah, Magic does Magic Mike Santich, one of our favourite. 
people here on the one one. He uh, he does a good job with his two year olds. Iconic, iconic. Mm. Yeah, he does a very good this job could with be the his next Starfield impact. It could be so. But yeah, I, I can see good booking. Chris Barnum as well. Mm. I could see Salcino getting back and running on with strength. All right, race three uh, over the twenty two hundred meters. Uh, I give Frederick Kersley a little bit of a hard time for some of his placement. I'm going to give him a hard time later in the card for for one of his, but uh, he has placed the Hall of Famer. The Hall of Famer, yeah. yeah. No, no punches pulled. I don't care if you're a Hall of Famer. We can actually or not. see uh, Northerly Lodge oh, from I here. You're going to say I can actually see Fred Kersley. That's <laughs> going to start apologising. Um, <laughs> oh, Fred. <laughs> this horse has been placed tremendously. 52 and a half, 51 and a half, 53 will carry 52 here, and has never raced out of his grade i'm just mm. double checking that start did race out by a point in a 64 raider and a 66 plus we'll let him off there but uh tremendously placed horse throughout this campaign uh, you, you get the feeling that winning runs do come to an end mm. eventually this is maddie's first look at ascot but so, so yeah bonneville blacks won its last three <clears throat> has has won his last three does does look pretty foolproof look i'm i i just do think horses eventually um come to their end of their run in that sense i was i was really impressed by paddy shadow's last effort 1400 up to 2000 uh, i think it's the horse that will derive the most benefit fitness wise um brad parnham will settle midfield you know race where bonneville black and brothers keeper should go forward i'm i'm not too keen i think the winner comes from Mackenzie Brook and um, and Paddy Shadow, but they're both around the four or five dollar mark, pretty close to what I have marked them. So another race, I'm I'm not going to get involved in. Bj, yeah, I'm I'm with you there too, Terry. I think that uh, Bonneville Black back to Ascot after those after those three Belmont wins in a row. Um, again, well as as you mentioned, very well placed by the stable by the uh, uh, Fred Kersley and Northerly Lodge camp. Um, but I went looking to I went looking for something to to finish that winning streak, and I landed on Mackenzie Brook, mm -hmm. the Albany Cup winner uh, was scratched from the Kalgoorlie Cup last Saturday. Just said future nom there. Do we yeah. know anything anything more well, or anything more sinister? I, for me, she was an eighty two raider and yeah. if she had won the Kalgoorlie Cup. She gets Cup, about twelve, doesn't she? Yeah, we mm. get to get a big ratings ratings. The way pump. the race was run, she goes close too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So uh is it is it really worth um them that that ratings jump at this stage of her career yeah i would imagine that they're looking to maximize her um as much as they uh, maximize her earning capacity as much as possible i like the booking of lacta ramoli i, I maddie rode um rode a retreat last start i saw there was a little bit of uh, angst on uh, on twitter that she took off a bit early but a touch, with I the think. lightweight a touch, oh yeah. geez i think that's being super picky um i think if you're getting a ride like that from a, a three kilo apprentice on a sit and sprinting you you should be pretty happy just i just, just maybe fitness run. yeah yeah fitness because we're going to remember that first start run over the 2200 they went walk and sprint yeah, yeah. they went uh what, what we did in kalgoorlie going over to the benchmark as yeah. uh as uh party goers i'll use that <laughs> word uh they went uh yeah they went uh, i think it was neg 29 to the turn when noada roo um noada roo walked him i think it was yeah, noada roo walked yeah. him yeah so it was just uh it was just a complete fitness thing so you'd expect mackenzie brook to be peaking yeah that's here, that's you? that's what i'm thinking you just needed just needed to tighten up a bit mm -hmm. uh the top line, it's a really, really, she's a really good stayer. Yeah, good I still stayer. think she's underrated. Yeah, I agree. And also, Bonneville Black, I imagine, is probably going to be breezing outside Brothers Keeper. Mm -hmm. So if that's the position, then if I'm Lactar, 
lucky Ramoli, then I will be following uh, Bonneville Black everywhere that uh, Maddie Derrick goes and uh, getting the uh, getting the trail or getting the the into her slipstream, producing Mackenzie Book at the right time. Admittedly, there is a still a good pull in the weights advantage four kilos to Bonneville Black. But I think Mackenzie Book is a class staying mare. Adam Durant Camp up and about. Uh, I think that Lactar can drive Mackenzie Brook to victory over the top of uh, Bonneville Black late. There is a big difference between these 60, 66 plus races where you're beating the Arrogans, the Gunner Goes. Yeah, that's what I was sort of And, thinking, and now yeah. you're popping up against, um, yeah, your Mackenzie Brooks and horses that are more seasoned against the better stayers. And, so, um, and Paddy's shadow, shadow, as Terry mentioned, Paddy's Shadow has to be a winning possibility. Clear, as clear well. top two for yeah. me. If you can get sort of $2.70 the Dutch about those two, that's mm -hmm. something I'll probably look at on race day, but. Ah, I'm uh, I'm more excited about the fourth, BJ. All right, well, let's take it away then, Terry. Let, tell, tell the listeners, race four is the Seapelt Wines Handicap, 1,600 metres. Seapelt. Terry's excited. He needs to he needs to tell everyone what's going on. I, I do like this one. You could say, BJ, you could say that I've got a red-hot tip. You, oh, oh yeah, yeah. You could, here we you go. You could say that. Now, look, I uh, I do like a, a, hot good, tip. Uh, a red one, a red yep. one. Um, it's been a week of reds. Geez, we went. Guts in playing red at Northern on Monday just before we hopped on the plane to Kalgoorlie. And oh, it was a somber old pub after playing red didn't pick up. So uh, let's hope that uh, we got the red on Saturday with IC red. So mm -hmm. it's just been a, a red type feel in the red last letter uh, day. Yeah, it's been a red letter day. Um, I thought red hot tips first up effort was cracking. Yeah. Uh, ran second last behind Patristic, but was jagged back from the wide gate by Boy Hill. Actually ran the second quickest last two, even quicker than zero demerits. Mm -hmm. um, and for a horse who I think strength going forward will be going, um, will be going forward and, and putting pressure on well, and making a, those chasing. barrier troll perhaps? Potentially, yeah. I, I don't think, Ryan, you could see him looking around. It wasn't, I'm going to definitely snag it. Mm. I think if the horse pinged and run, he might have looked to find a spot. But he didn't I want think, to get caught three wide, no, no cover. Exactly right. up. Cook yep. the horse and, and then it's a long old campaign. Yep. One thing I do like, second up at the mile is often a query for me, but the Stephen Milliard get their horses to hand really quickly. Um, let's have a look at horse. Laos of the line has now won twice. First up 1,400, Outback Jack. One on, well, nearly one on debut, then one second up over 1,700 yep. when they went plus seven to the turn as well, giving that win. And the way Special View went yesterday, running second, it was beating seven lengths in that mm. race. So I think that win has a lot more credit to it. Um, and I think... Uh, Jimmy Taylor and Lockie and Brittany, they can all take a lot of solace from that effort of surveillance as well because I yeah. think that'll, that'll turn out to be quite a strong form line actually for a small field. But look, I've got Red Hot Tip going forward and probably leading. Um, he needs to be mustered to get there and I think there'll be some aggression shown on a horse called Mafeking. That's what I was thinking. Speaking well. of placement, we're going to talk about Mafeking in two seconds, BJ, going from a maiden to a 72 plus. But we'll get there in just two seconds. Um <laughs> But I have red, tip, red Hot Tip going forward. Truly Great's trials were impossible to miss. Um, yeah, Blind Freddy can see how impressive they were. But Truly Great's going to be back last on what is likely to be a questionable tempo. Red Hot Tip's successes have been giving a kick on the turn and shaking them off and off he goes. So I think if Ryan Hill can, um, can get rolling from the 600, put some pressure on and say, go on, then run a whatever, you need to run in the final six to, to grab me. I think Truly Great will really, really battle um, to, to get to Red Hot Tip late. So I've marked him 260 to four bucks as a clear top two. Uh, I've got queries on zero demerits running out a strong mile. Um, and I simply I simply just can't have the rest. Um, if Lord Help Me Run had a gate, um, I think he would be the fourth chance. But uh, at 10 bucks or near 10 bucks, this is, um, this is comfortably the best value bet of the day for me, BJ. So Red Hot Tip, mm. each way. 
all day. Yeah, I uh, I had uh, red hot tip in my leg up as well, not on top, but I was anticipating a significant elevation second up we always um, love a significant elevation too don't we yeah and you can just tell like from this draw there's no real leader uh natural leader i think the the lead's there if they if they want it it just depends how much how keen joey as a party is on mafeking to to drive across and I, I reckon i reckon they'll try and have a crack to to lead on mafeking yeah even if sure. they do i'd be happy with boy hill to take the sit to yep. the six and get rolling or yep. just pop straight out into the breeze yeah um red publisher almost looks your breeze horse from 10 yeah. to some degree and red publishers a horse that's far better with cover and the breeze think, last start and, and went no good so I think maybe they the, might go against they them. could do yeah. i think with the booking of lisa staples i think what they're doing at the moment as well they're, they're probably looking at later in the carnival it's an older horse probably built into a, a campaign to some degree um just one more thing with red hot tip as well the effort behind um tuscan queen in the derby when i think they would have liked to lead that day missed it had to go back to last ran on into second past some some pretty good stayers was obviously um panels from tuscan queen but that's that's a sign of a really really good horse yeah. um yeah I, I think red hot tips one that's really got under the uh the bookies radar here bj yeah i um I'm going to stick with the fave, truly great on top. He, um, last preparation, just to give you a snapshot, he was sort of just lurking about the traps and then he ran um, quite an eye-catching second to Puckapunyal over a mile coming from Wellback and uh, getting past a horse called So War who has, has a good closing speed. That was on a day where you could not make ground yeah, as well. It, was it good, made, wasn't it? made that run it was sort good. of, yeah. Yep. And then he went 1,600 to 2,200 metres and so both of us were thinking, hmm, okay. This is interesting. I took him on Everly. And uh, the but the uh, they knew because he was a dollar seventy five and trotted in. Uh, absolutely blew he them away. Kept on kept on backing him too, didn't <laughs> yeah. they? So um, now since then he so that was seventy seven. It'll be seventy seven days between runs on Saturday. However, since then he trialed uh, up alongside a horse called American Choice, who's in the three year old classic later in the day and could have won that trial comfortably. And then he was irresistible in a 1200 meter Belmont heat win, beat nothing, but just absolutely toyed yeah. with them. And just looks like, it looks like some sort of um, switch has been flicked and this horse has just turned in turned into the, um, just something different. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So um, He still has to come from last, still first up last. at a mile. Yeah. That's the thing. Still has yep. to come from last, first up. I've marked him favourite yep. um, and he deserves favouritism. Yep. And I'd love to save if I got some 270 or something, 280 yep. late. Just what price did you say you had him? 260, but right. I've marked that as an, in a 93% mark. And yeah. If it gets above anything, anything above that or on that quote, I'd be happy to save or... I guess once you've gone each way on one, you don't save on another. Or the mm -hmm. way I attack it, I don't. Um, but he's still going to have to. He's still going to have to roll him up, and who knows what type of track condition we're going to get as well. Hundred so. percent. Mm. So yeah, what have you <coughs> I was pretty sure I was two twenty. Two twenty. Yeah. So he's still at the dollar ninety five. He's still not there. That's not the there. thing. What yep. price did you have red hot tip? Uh, I had red hot tip eight dollars. Blasphemy. Yeah. So, still overs for you at 10 bucks. Yeah. So if you're having a bet right now, it has to be red hot tip, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I didn't like Adornment first up. No, I'm happy to watch her go around. But for me, I thought that – I thought the way – I'm convinced Truly Great is destined for something truly great, this campaign, and uh, perhaps uh, a big race over New Year's. You yep. never know. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, and uh, this could just be the start of, of a really uh, standout 
campaign for this, what is he, five now? Bit of a pace, eh? He's a five-year-old. Mm. And um, yeah, obviously, Zero Demerits is racing really, really well. Has to be a factor. He has raced beyond a mile before and competed well, but it seems as though 1,400 metres is his mm-hmm. sweet spot. But yeah, I know exactly. Whether he's peaked in his campaign yeah, as well. Yeah, so yeah. I just thought that that form's good, isn't it? Like the, not like Shoot, blue, it's super. Blue Regal yep. Council away. Yep. Prior to that was Lord Lon- Lonsdale Lady and uh, Leading Girl. And then it was Patristic. Uh, Western Pride and um, Inspirational Girl last start. So the form is strong and um, and he's going good. But uh, And I know exactly where Terry is coming from with Red Hot Tip. I was sort of swanning, sort of edging my way in that direction as well. And the price is there for Red Hot Tip players. But uh, I think truly great. I've got a sense that this horse is, is uh, on, the, on the way up and I reckon he can still win. Maffa King. Now, let's quickly discuss his 20s into 10s this morning across the agencies. So there's been support. Maffa King won a maiden last start. It was a super, super win. maiden victory. Yeah. Boulder Dash came out and ran backwards in the weekend. Typhoon Ben, who ran third, was poor. The slug was in that maiden. It wasn't, let's just say it wasn't the uh, the strongest of, uh, of maidens. Anyway, it was a still a super win, sitting deep on a day where you wanted cover. There is a 1,500-metre, 60-plus race on the day. Would have carried 55. Instead, they go to the 72. They win this. He's going to get 14 points. Um, and go up to a 76 rider. Is Kieran McDonough, Kieran McDonough, is that correct pronouncement? Is Kieran McDonough and the team under the impression this is a carnival horse and they want the points? Well, I would suspect it's more the owner, Trevor Delroy, uh, White Up Valley Farm. They uh, they often throw their horses in the deep end. Has been a pattern. Have they have had a couple of Oaks winners over east, and uh, yeah, so they they're not frightened to, uh, to especially with they their, don't care about the uh, just picking up the, the wins and shipping through the grades. He is not. No, they just want to see if they've got a carnival horse straight away. Yeah. Yeah, good on him. So yeah, in that uh, case, good on him. Well, yeah, like I don't, I don't know. Was it even nominated for that other race? I'm assuming it was. Maybe it got a ballot. I'm not sure. But um, uh, still, gee whiz, tough, tough task for for Maffa King. It was a good win though. It's a but, tough um, task. It's a tough. But there's the money's come this morning. Look, maybe uh, where there's uh, where there's smoke. Mm. Who knows? And Who knows? um, your man, uh, Money Maley, Ash Maley. He uh, he's got he's got two in this race. Red, yeah, red no. publisher and uh, where are we? Push to pass. Not yet. Um, not yet for either of those no, two. But yeah, me. I'm truly great. Terry's very keen on red hot tip. At the price. At, at the, the price, price, I'm very keen. Red hot tip each way. As I said, I've marked truly great as the uh, on top in my market. Yep. But um, price wise, it's red hot tip by the length of the um, Ascot Stroke. Okay, it's time for the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind Competition. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get a chance, drop in, see the publican Ian Butchie O'Connor, say good day, let him know you're a one-one listener. There's a York meeting on uh, when's that today? So very shortly. Hey, very shortly, York. So if you if you're on the listening to the one-one on your way home from York, drop in and see Butchie, let him know you're a one-one listener. So congrats to last week's WA Racing Mastermind winner Shane Cunningham. Well done, Shane. Got all three questions correct. Our $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel is in the mail. Now, Terry, are you ready to rock and roll? Because um, to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to answer the following three questions correctly. They're all uh, opening day themed. So we'll test your memory here, Guru. Question number one. Who did Peter Nucky pilot to victory? In the three-year-old classic on opening day at Ascot oh, last year. Big dig deep. <laughs> oh, it's just, just rubbing it in. Uh, that's an easy one. Question two. Name the trainer who saddled up the Quinella in the initial plate on opening day last year. 
going well so far. Question number three. Name the top shelf sprinter who upset the Velvet King in a photo over 1,400 metres on opening day at Ascot last year. The guru's gone bang. That's three from three. Three from three. Easy this week, BJ. So if you, uh, if, you, if you can answer those three questions correctly, please send them direct message at the 11pod on Twitter. If you've missed these, uh, these questions, rewind your podcast or jump onto our Twitter feed. All the questions will be there. So, yeah, you'll be in the running for a $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel, Heart of the Hills, since 1899. All right, let's have a look at race five here. And um, this is a another intriguing contest where uh, not many will doubt the best horse, and like in the last, not many will doubt the best horses, uh, and definitely going forward, truly great, um, and what truly great will do. And not many will doubt that Inspirational Girl um, is going to be the best horse in this race. I mean, there's been it's been touted she might even go to a, a railway in a year that hasn't really got a huge amount of depth railway-wise. But she's going to be back last. So what is an acceptable price for a mare that's going to be back last year, BJ. Mm. What are they betting at the moment? Uh, she is not much above the even money mark. Uh, I think you'll find it. $1.85, $1.90, oh, yeah. $1.75 in some places. That's, that's crazy. Mm. That's, that's absolute. I was $2.25 in I was $2.45, mm-hmm. uh, and that would probably change by this stage of the day once we know how the track is yeah. playing. Yeah. Really got a lot of respect for the horses that will be in front of her um, by uh, five, six, seven lengths on the turn. Patristic was obviously huge given... The, the ride of Christy Bennett's life um, last time out, it was, it was super. Uh, Spillanova ran a, a figure that was sort of group-like, um, but obviously Spillanova was um, the beneficiary of leading on a massive leader bias day, but it was still a huge, huge run from Spillanova, and we, we know that Spillanova can hold form once finding it. Just... Um, that's the horse. It's, uh, <laughs> some things don't always go that well for us. Villanova's the one that should be most suited going up yeah. to 1,400 yeah. too. So what I'm expecting though, BJ, and anticipating from a speed map point of view, and I'm expecting it's the reason Jason Whiting has been sacked off Snow Chino is... Um, attack mode. He didn't attack last mm. start. Leader bias day, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly, too, fairly confident with what I've been told that um, he was instructed to attack and try and lead and... I think if he attacks a little bit more, he gets to a worse outside of money matters there. And that's that's the only way Snow Chino is going to run, run run races. So look to see Snow Chino really take him on here. I think they will be the very specific instructions to Joey. Yep. Jason tends to be happy to hand it's up been, if someone's taking on. Spillanova been a little bit slow out lately. So. Tiny bit, yeah, yeah, tiny bit. Last start was quicker than Pule or mustered into it from, Must, the, from yeah, the gate. And yeah, but he wasn't, he wasn't quick out though. That I don't think it was Sean's... Yeah. Um, greatest decision making either to hand up on Pooley on a day where if you led you on I think if he kicks through and leads he kicks through and leads he's pretty hard to run down there yeah. so tactically that was um, that was pretty ordinary I thought um, but I'm expecting Snow Chino to turn this into a uh, turn this into a really hotly run affair I think Spillanova might end up parking on um, on her back um, unless Jason she can, does she can show roll along at a good clip Snow Chino yeah. yes exa- exactly right yeah. I, I still think Spillanova should try and kick up and um, and try and make Snow Chino breeze I think the way Patristic went last start if Patristic does ping and they lead they'd be happy but they'll also to Christy if he landed in the same spot as last week and there's no issue with that whatsoever yeah, no need to press on yeah but I do think, and then you've got Harry Thomas, of course, rolling across from the, the slightly awkward alley. I do think the way Snow Chino will be ridden will completely um, work in the inspirational girl, uh, completely work in her favour, however. So while she's not at my price currently, um, Betfair late. we'll have a look at Betfair late, see what she does. Otherwise, yeah, I, I can't ignore what Spillanova did last start. He'll either lead uh, or box seat. And if we can get 10 bucks each way, um, they're, they're the two I'll, I'll really be focusing around here. Um, but it'll purely be a Betfair late bet. BJ. 
Yeah, yeah. I just thought Inspirational Girl was a, a had a class edge on these. She um, she was pretty brave in defeat. The uh, last start carried fifty nine kilos. Her late figures were exceptional mm. under the circumstances. Just really hit the line hard underneath Chris Parnham. Uh, has that has that um, grounding run now because that was her first run back from a bit of a freshen, a slight let up. Has that grounding run now? I see, and of course, the uh, the. Team Williams, um, Winker's on, inspirational girl. Like the Getting ge- serious? Yeah, gear changes don't come much more significant than that. When when uh, Grant and Alana opt for the Winkers, that's um, that's go time. Now, um, uh, inspirational girl, uh, Terry is correct. She will be last. You will be spotting some pretty, some pretty uh, decent horses, a head start. Um, I still feel as though she's got the class and the closing speed to dropping three kilos as well down to 56. I think she's going to be able to mow these down late. I don't think, I, don't, I think she's a horse with significant upside and I don't think, but they, they, they get beat under tempo and, oh, and exactly. race shape circumstances. It's a type of horse you can't hop into a dollar yeah. 90 about. No. Like, yeah, that's, that's craziness hopping into a horse that's going to be dead last. Um, I mean, Patristic's only getting in with 53 again. Yeah, no, you know? yeah, I think Patristic's the biggest danger mm-hmm. for mine. Just yep. he, he he was there to be beaten by Western Pride last start. Tell me about yeah. it, <laughs> But he just, just dug deep. Mm-hmm. And I even think he's – uh, this might be anecdotal, but I feel as though he's a superior Ascot horse as well. But mm-hmm. I, I don't – no, I'd have to, I'd have to go through, sense. yeah, I'd have to go through sense. Belmont yep. record in yep. its entirety, but I fe- my gut feel is though he's a superior ascot. And the fact that he didn't lead last well, start and say, fended yeah. off two Cerise and White, like, that's a big feather in your cap. I'd saved on Patristic in that, and then, you know, as soon as uh, Christy took a sit, and she was forced to take a sit the way the race was yeah, run, 100%. I just said, well, that's dead. It's all that Western pride from here, you know, the save is cooked. So yeah. um, to have that extra string um, to his bow was, uh, yeah, it's something pretty exciting for connections. Yeah, yeah. He's always, he's always been a... Pretty promising horse, Patristic, but uh, yeah, he's, he's a six-year-old now. He's uh, he's had his fair bit of racing, but yeah, he's he's really really pushing to put it together. So he's the hardest to beat for me. Um, yeah, and and if if there is uh, pressure from Stochino and spilling over and 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 from Gate Three, Christie's just going to get almost a similar run to what she got last start, depending on what they do with Harry Thomas, and he's going to be there. Uh, I still feel as though Inspirational Girl with a full head of steam up can can launch for Chrissy Parnham and uh, get there late. You better mention True Attraction as well. Yeah. Uh, first up for 462 days. Trials have been um, good enough. Yep. Uh, good enough. Um, I do think that True Attraction probably ends up three, four back the fence. And they will, I think, uh, I think Bob will mostly uh, be wanting to see um, him just hit the long wall yeah. and show he's come back in pretty good order. But he's a serious racehorse. Very good horse. He, uh, I imagine it's going to be a win if you can type situation. Yeah. Gate one for CJP, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but yeah, his his best is certainly good enough. He was an Aquanita Stakes winner as a three year old, ran second in a Belmont Guineas, ran in a WA Guineas as well back in the spring of his three year old year. So he's a, he's a horse with uh, with plenty of talent. Has obviously been cut down and his career has been curtailed by injury over yeah, the last. Yeah, he, he was known for this and the sixteen hundred meter race as well, which suggests that if the fact he hasn't come back through a sort of 11, 12, 1300 meter race might be programming, but it also might be he might have lost a little bit of that. Um, uh, early speed, early speed, yeah. and a little bit of that sprint. He might be a little bit more dour now. So, um, yeah, one to uh, one to watch going forward, definitely. Okay, race six is the Crown Sports Bar handicap uh, over the fifteen hundred meters. This is the race Terry was talking about earlier. This is the graduation handicap. Mm. Um, yeah, this is a it's got, got a bit of intrigue to it. This particular race, we have Tycoon Storm, who's a, who's a real winner. 
five from nine. She's got to be a major player again. We have an emerging uh, Cerise and White four-year-old in the form of Expressionist. Interesting riding engagement here, which I'll talk to you about mm. shortly. So Expressionist, he's uh, he's one of the major players as well. Then we have horses like uh, Notorious One, who's a very raw but quite talented. You uh, say he's blue. If he was yeah. a steak, if you're having your pineapple oh. on a steak sandwich, just about blue, wouldn't you think? This, he's got some tricks, this fellow, but he's mm. got some Still ability. Still knowing. He has a one-eyed blink, blinker attached to him on, on Saturday as well, just to help straighten him up a bit. We've got Off We Go, who's a progressive three-year-old. I could have used one of those in Kalgoorlie probably. And, and also Terry was all over the Buddley Lad Sting last start and just almost mm. almost uh, got the chocolates there for the gurus. But there's there's a bit happening in this race. There's a bit to dissect. Interesting to know what uh, what you think this, this race is all about, Terry. I, I'm really narrowing it down to two. Um, the prices aren't allowing me to have a bet as yet. Uh, but in a race like this where BJ's just gone through them all, add in Devoted Star yep. uh, up to the 1500. I personally don't think Devoted Star will run a strong 1500, but you are uh, you are mad if you are putting a line through any Grant and Alana horses going up in journey. So um, just I on that, be, Just yes. on that. Chris Parnham's riding Devoted Star. Yes. Lucy Warwick is on Expressionist. One word, continuity. From what I understand with that stable, it's continuity. Clint Johnston Porter looks to be their jockey of choice at the moment. Oh, I, I think, think he just, no, you're just riding those horses because Chris was suspended. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about Inspirational Girl? It's Chris on Inspirational yeah. Girl, but it's with so the, the stable, the, there's the, a lot of continuity though yeah. as well. The Williams horses, Chris Parnham, the Durant horses, CJP. I think that's, ah. that, that's the way I read it. Yeah. Yep. No, that could well be the case. Yep. Um are you are you under the impression here that it, it could there's a there's a million ways it could, could have worked out clint could have been booked off we go they thought they were going elsewhere with expressionist then again this looked the obvious assignment i can't imagine them ever considering going elsewhere but what's your opinion how, how has clint ended up on off we go and not on expressionist just stable i think just loyalty to, to adam yep and off off we go was pretty super, I thought, behind precautionary. Expressions would be the easy of the the easiest uh, of the yeah. Would be the obvious decision. Yeah, I would I, I would so. imagine that Clint has uh, is very much aligned. Um, and uh, if there's a flip of the coin, he's always going to go with yep. Durant in these situations. Well, off we go was super last start. You could always say it was a horse to follow, mm. BJ. Really good. Um, but this is a race where I'm expecting Betfair to um, allow us in a 100% market. And with all the horses BJ just mentioned, um, now they all have to fit into 100%. So this isn't a market <laughs> I want to... It was well, tough, wasn't it? Like, well, uh, it's, it's yeah. incredible. Like I, I don't want to be betting into 130. What am I betting to at the moment? 130, 128% market I'm basically betting to. I... I can't see a necessity yeah. to do that when the notorious one's a horse that's obviously been backed very heavily at both race starts. Won't be backed as heavily here from the gate, you would think. Um, expressionist was huge, and Expressionist should only be getting better um, the further uh, he goes. I mean, my, my big worry, Expressionist, and Expressionist is the horse I've, I've got on top mm. just, um, but my big worry with Expressionist is with Buddley Lad from one, it basically means Lucy's going to end up three or four back the fence here. Um, around Ascot, it's a, it's a difficult, difficult ride for Lucy to get out with enough time to allow Expressions to wind up into the race. I feel like Expression is a horse that's going to want to wind up into it. So uh, it just could end up sticky for Lucy. Uh, if the gaps appear early enough in the straight, I think she wins. Um, Lucy, that is. I think um, I think Expressionist wins this race. But um, look, from a speed map point of view, Tycoon Storm from seven should roll across it was an absolute peach from Brad Parnham last start to, yeah. from Barrier Nine to lobbing the one-one. I reckon he'll be, that's where he'll be aiming again. Uh, and I think he—I yeah. don't, don't think it's impossible he finds it. So mm. from that position, um, she'll be super hard to beat, Tycoon mm. Storm. So look, they're the two I'm, I'm really focusing on. Um, I was hoping to get something close to three bucks Dutch 
the pair, which is a bit ambitious. They're currently sort of only around the $4 mark um, for each of them. But with, with money for Notorious One Off, we go and potentially Devoted Star, we might see a little pop um, for one of the pair or hopefully both of the pair on Betfair. And that's the way I'll be going, BJ. Yeah, 423 mm. for So 423.90. I was really happy. So I so I've got Notorious One out close to 10 to 1 from yep. the gate. I just think it's a really, really, really big ask. Um, I have no doubt that he's super talented, but from 14, he's going to have to go past all of these. Well, con considering his first two races, he's been in a eight and a nine horse field, or not mm -hmm. uh, nine first up, and then an eight horse field. And he was allowed to make mistakes and still have the room and the and I guess the the runway to correct himself and and still get the wins on both mm -hmm. occasions. And so there's no denying his talent. But this is this is a, this is going to be a hell of a ride for Geordie Turner from this draw in a full field opening day of Ascot. He's going to have his hands full on a, on a really uh, sort of temperamental horse. One odd, interesting to see whether the one-eyed blinker straightens him up a bit, um, or whether he still wants to to uh, lay and uh, lug inwards. But yeah, he's um, yeah, I'm happy to take him on as well, Terry. And there isn't a huge amount of speed in this, really. No. Budley Lad should lead. Peppy Jack Breeze, leader, yep. Elementaria is the one that could come across if they want to be aggressive first up but that's no that's no certainty i think, I think that, they'll I be think, happy i think they might but if it was mine i'd be looking to look after it yeah first i think so i think it's a horse with a bit of a uh, scope actually yeah. to be honest but this definitely isn't this race but um yeah there isn't that much speed in the race either that, that's what leads me to expressionist and tycoon yeah. storm in some form of dutch play um with off we go and notorious one likely being in the last three or four horses in the field so um yeah one, one of those two win for any quaddy players i'll be going two out yeah, I'm keen on expressionist. I have I've gone back and watched his tapes very closely last night just to see what sort of gate speed this horse possesses. And a couple of times when William Pike has asked him to take up a position closer than some may have suspected, he was always able to get there. Are you thinking so, back at Budley Lads a chance here? Well, potentially, yep. especially especially considering like Budley Lads is just going to be there without having to burn too much. And the only horse that's either that's going to put any pressure on Budley Lad is Peppy Jack coming across. Um, unless something that I haven't factored in wants to push on and and, and uh, provide some nuisance value, mm -hmm. but I just think if, if expressionist may not be the fastest out, but I just don't think there's going to be enough gap between him and Buddley Lad necessarily for a horse to to um, to come in and and take that leader's back position. It's really I think, about big shot Paddy from yeah, three. Yes, yeah, big shot Paddy yeah. pops out and grabs that spot. But, or, but um, even so, I think I think three back the fence uh doing with, no, with a strongish leader as well yeah. Budley lads going well yeah yep. yeah yeah and they'll yep. be looking to kick off the turn as well with Budley lads yep. so hopefully some that'll create space and some uh some some room to move for lucy War i just really like the way that expressionist was able between uh sorry it was able to improve underneath and between horses for mm -hmm. maddie derrick last start sort of had to weave her way through and was still able to accelerate under those circumstances which is a good sign for for uh for a lightly raced four-year-old got some real 12 to 1500s yeah. huge, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, got some real talent this fellow. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I just I just feel as though this is this is the right I'm I am in the Cerise and White. Um you know, I've got the the blinkers on. The I'm in blinkers the blinkers are on. You're I'm, in the vortex. I am in the vortex. Mm, love a good vortex. Uh, so and um which isn't necessarily a bad place to be, but uh but yeah, it's um it's Lucy will want to do a little bit better than a ride on um no, it wasn't her fault. This yeah. isn't criticism. Uh Noada Rui in the cow cart was backed off what, the off the map. That's what I wanted. Backed yeah. off the I was Surely there's did, like, it's 
previous runs, it's been jagged out. Couldn't, you know, what was, what was, the, what was the flux? Because I looked up just before jump and I saw Nawadaru was second fave. And yeah. I was like, hang on. Oh, was, what yeah, absolutely off the map. And it was uh, crawling over the back of Gloryland. Who, when does Glory oh. Gam go below bench? Any race. And Simone had a real, you could tell, it was a real point. It was obviously a plan with connections to try and walk them on Gloryland. So, racing, eh? That's God, I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, Lucy, uh, although she, she was. Fifth, though, in all fairness. And she was. You'd, be, you'd probably have taken fifth with Glory Lane. So. She, yeah, beaten mm. 1.5 length. Mm. But, yeah, I can't complain. Lucy was very good to to us on Sunday with uh, Ellie Queen ah, saluting. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm waving the Lucy Warwick f- fan club uh, flag at the moment. So, yeah, for me, expressionist on top, I'm with Terry, Tycoon Storm. Uh, they're, they're the two. I think Notorious One, off we go, will we'll, we'll find it difficult from their challenging high draws. The only other potential fly on the ointment horse went poor, 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 poor first up, but Rebel Knight is better than that. And uh, Darren McAuliffe can weave Gets some magic, get him, get him to yep. improve. He could, if, if, if he could run close to a peak rating, then he can make things interesting, yeah. I'm holding fire and hoping we can get something slightly better for exp- – I'm hoping money comes notorious one. I'm hoping the money comes, it chews up sort of 30% of the uh, the pool, then we can get a price for Notorious for Expressionist and save Tycoon Storm or something along those lines. But um, pretty much aligned there, I think. Bet fair? Bet fair. Late. All bet right. late, bet harder, bet smarter. Don't bet harder. Hang on. Yeah, bet harder. <laughs> bet harder, bet smarter. Bet just, smarter. Just do all of it. It's opening day. Um, okay. Here we this go. This is the one. This is it. Nation, we've already done this, haven't we? <laughs> Chrissy Nation's already uh, previewed this race. For anyone just listening to the preview, it's worth hopping on and uh, and listening to what Chrissy Nation had to say. Um, well, everything he had to say, but um, it was really interesting how he uh, made reference to this race in particular. So um, let's get into it. Race seven is the feature of the day, the Crown Perth three-year-old classic, 1,000 metres, set weights and penalties. And we have four that i suppose the, the four in the the market at the moment are oh. four of our best very best three-year-olds mm. um and i wrote in my leg up that as a collective uh Gemma's son charlton eddie reign of fire and clairvoyance have won 14 of their 16 starts between them that's very good is the only charlton eddie lost to Gemma's son and then Gemma's son lost to caracatta that's correct that's right okay reign of fire unbeaten clairvoyance Ooh. unbeaten but uh everyone Everyone is spooking clairvoyance and d- deservedly so. Everyone I'd, I'd except. Ne- I'd heard much about it. Everyone except Chris yeah, Nation. Chris Nation, yeah. yeah. Said it can't win, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he, he, said, he said tread warily, I think, was his, uh, was um, his quote. Well, you got to tread warily on any dollar 60 pops. But uh, BJ, I think the first thing we have to do here is a speed nap. Oh, Charlton Eddie, quick enough. It's like Charlton Eddie's. Okay, we've got to talk about Dark Assault as well, purely yes. in a, uh, not, as a, not as a winning proposition, but in a, a speed map point of view. I think Roy, in the Caracato, took a sit, yep. Dark Assault. I think that after leading um, at- Did he actually lead at Northern the other day? It was the outside leader. Well, at Belmont, it was the one where he's outside the yep. stable, mate. Yep. Never understand that when a stable put two horses in the race and they say go chop yeah, at each other. Captain like, Charmaine. Captain Charmaine, yeah. who I thought went super actually last start too. Just about another horse to follow. Um, but did, went and led at, uh, went and led at Northern. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if he just says um, tuck in and look for that spot. And that's the spot that a lot of us are expecting Gemma's son to take. So very interesting. But look, I think that um, they would be mad on Charlton Eddie if they didn't say, let's use the fact that we've got the draw underneath Jamison and Clairvoyance. Yeah. So are you of the opinion they will try to lead Charlton Eddie? Definitely. Uh, I think they're going to have a look. I wouldn't be surprised to see handlebars down from the Pontiff on Jamison. Okay. Yeah. Righto. Yeah. Clairvoyance, where, where, where to say, what's your map? Give me your map. 
Gemma most Sun, likely, Matt. There is a million different permutations, but give me your most likely, Matt. Gemma Sun leads. Really? Clairvoyant, outside leader. Nuard kicking up to hold the leaders back, Charlton 81 1. Okay. Charlton 81 1. Mm. Wow. That's a map. I love that. Yeah. I didn't, I, I'm Charlton Eddie kicking up. Clairvoyance coming across to the Bruce and Harvey um, trying to tuck in, yeah. um, potentially getting caught three deep. But one thing about Chrissy Parnham and one thing about Clairvoyance is Chris Parnham is a jockey who's happy to look to plan B. Yeah. I don't think this is a horse that you want to look to plan B. But if Clairvoyance doesn't ping and doesn't look like she's going to be able to find the breeze comfortably, wouldn't surprise me to see Chris try and tuck her in type thing. And as soon as he does that, you don't want to be taking a sixty about it. Do you? So um, we spoke about it briefly last night, BJ, and we, we, we have to at the price take on clairvoyance here. No, I'm not I'm not knocking her. She's the best horse in this race. I mean, yeah. Her numbers are just something else. And she draws a gate in the winter bottom with the the three year old claim she gets. She's gonna be she's gonna be super hard to beat. A race, a race, a group one race she's favourite for at the moment for two lists. Ex exactly right. Though, but so. the conditions of this event and how she's drawn outside those speed horses mm -hmm. Jeez, this is, a, this is a serious ask. Yeah, it is a serious ask. As I said in my leg up, I, at first glance, I thought she looked at risk. Um, but the more, uh, the more I assessed this race, I just couldn't, I couldn't work out a way that they're going to beat her. Unless you're better than me, Terry. How are they going to beat Clairvoyance? Well, it's a different kettle of fish. And let's look at, let's look at this will test you as an example, okay? Yeah. So this will test you. This will test you. Sorry, comes out and um, makes him look silly at uh, her first four race starts. What happened in all those four race starts? She found the rail and rolled. Yeah. Different horses find the rail and rolling. Let's see how Clairvoyance, we, we find it unlikely, both of us, that Clairvoyance finds the rail here. If Clairvoyance finds the rail, it's all over. We all agree. Take, take the dollar 20 if yeah. we can, you know. If Clairvoyance has to race outside another horse, it's just a different kettle of fish. Some horses, when it comes to uh, race day pressure being applied in that sense, they just don't respond. And we saw that with this little test jar. It just simply, she just simply didn't respond and have that extra gear. Mm. Clairvoyance could well be a better horse, and this will test you, and probably is a better horse, and this will test you. But it's just different race conditions when the pressure goes on in that manner. So I, I don't know how she'll respond. I hope she responds well. I hope she kicks clear, and I hope she wins by three because she's exciting for WA racing. Tra but Travis Murray. You are mad, and of course we love Travis Murray, yeah. friend of the podcast. But you are you are brave, brave, brave taking a dollar sixty here. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I agree with that. I wonder whether the uh, I wonder what the market's going to do. Betfair late the exchange. Me too. Uh, Me too. Yeah, I, I, I think, think it, you'll see two. I reckon. I think she'll touch two. Yeah. I think she'll touch even money. So this is one. I think if you're going to, if you are going to hop into clairvoyance, but, I don't, I don't you're, blame you. You're you're a rating subscriber these days, mm -hmm. Terry. What 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 are the what are the figures telling us about? about I didn't. Uh, I'm, I'm actually I'm actually going down a bit of a different path at the moment. I yep. think I was becoming too reliant yep. on the ratings. So, so I'm actually looking less at the ratings. These are the type of races um, where I am looking at the races. The sprints over the shorter journey with different form lines clashing. Yep. Uh, sprints over the shorter journey. Just a double entendre, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the type of race that makes sense, and she smashes them. Yeah. Figures wise. She Figures wise. Yeah. yeah. She smashes them. The four and a half she gets on Gemma's son is obviously extremely telling. Um, in that sense, so I uh, yeah look. Susta the thing I like about clairvoyance is sustained speed. Yep. Whereas on a rail. Yeah, but this this will this will test you. Um, has mental 
uh, health issues. <laughs> she does. She's she's a, she's a bit of a firecracker. You um, think she'd be high maintenance? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I feel as though clairvoyance is a little bit more professional. You'd have a curfew, you reckon? It's yeah. Been the <laughs> yeah. Night with her? yeah. A little bit more professional clairvoyance. And I just feel as though like she, if, if they turn it on and there's pressure, I just think it's just going to suit her because especially drawn high, Chrissy Parnham can sort of um, doesn't – doesn't have that pressure coming across and crowding crowding her as such. I feel as though she's going to be able to choose 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 her own path, choose her own adventure out there at Ascot. Kept balanced by Chrissy Parnham. He he's aware of the the engine that this filly has. What if, if Charlton Eddie's desperate to lead? Gemma's son kicks up and Clairvoyance tracks up a three wide line or tucks yeah. in on the back of Gemma's son. Yeah. Well, if that means that they're they're out of the, are they out of their comfort zone by doing that? Who's that? Charlton Eddie and Gemma's son. No. I don't think so. Over a thousand meters, I think. Uh, I think clairvoyance be the one more out of her comfort zone. It not, sounds like not I'm really leading. knocking. Yeah, not leading. One hundred percent. Because her biggest asset, her biggest asset that we know of, we haven't seen any other assets, um, is her ability to jump, run, roll, and run. Yeah, but I don't, I don't even know if it's. Times. I don't even know if it's just jump, run, roll. I think it's just she just hits. She just hits the speed and just can sustain it. But maybe she won't settle if they do have to take a hold. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's really really interesting. It sounds like I, it sounds like I'm really knocking clairvoyance here, and I certainly aren't. No, but I'm that, certainly I mean, not. like. Like I've, I ended up putting clairvoyance on top in the Lego because I honestly, I couldn't sit there and write a, pa- a passage to say, actually, this is how this horse is going to get beat. It mm-hmm. was getting late last night, admittedly, but <laughs> I got to I got to a point where I was just, I just, that, what, so my, my biggest, I'm a huge fan of Rain of Fire, right? Mm-hmm. So is there a world that Rain of Fire can, can win this race? That's who I've got on top. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I have clairvoyance a clear favorite in yeah. my market yeah. um but if you've got the three speed horses who potentially could absolutely chop at each other here i think none of them can see surely none of them can see a benefit in taking a sit and allowing one of the others to dictate if, mm. if any of them get to dictate besides i don't think charlton is as good as the other two mm. but if, if either Gemma's son or clairvoyance dictate um and the other take a sit not just breeze I, I, it's going to be hard to see them getting beaten um so i, I think the spark should fly here, and if Geordie Turner can find a spot with Rain of Fire, and they are stopping dead on the line, Rain of Fire is a pretty good horse. Yeah, it's a good horse. So problem is, this is over a thousand, not twelve hundred meters. So. That's the thing. Even um, if it was like eleven, you could almost make a really stronger yeah, case, couldn't yeah. you? So exactly right. Pattern of the day will be integral, but to be honest, this is a great race just to watch. To well, okay, be honest so, with you. So what Betfair price would would entice you to to play Clairvoyance? Two sixty. I already said that. Oh, I'm sorry, not going to get that. Yeah. Two sixty. I've marked Clairvoyance two. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't back until two sixty. Two sixty. Yeah. Okay. I, know, right, I'm yeah. Not, I know I'm not going to get that. I yeah. know that's not going to occur. Yeah. That's that's not a number I'm expecting to getting. That's a number that I would play with probably. Um, yeah. I'm just I'm just where I've seen this too many times. The jump and run horses have to come from a different type of setup and, and settle in a different position in a race against the best opposition she's ever met. Fresh as well. Um, and and you see them get rolled. So I'm. I'm wary. I'm wary. I'm wary. As I said, I, I'm unlikely to have any bet of substance in this race. And for WA Racing, um, I hope she breezes, and I hope she. I hope she has to breeze too. I yeah. don't want her to find the top because yeah. I reckon that we don't learn enough. Then she wins. She goes, she finds the top. She probably wins by three. Mm. Um, but I want to. I want to see her challenged here, and I'd love to see her win. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to find a lo- out a lot more about her on Saturday. That's mm-hmm. for sure. But whether you're willing to take what dollar sixty five. Dollar seventy to find out. Um, not too sure about that, but for me, I'm. Um, yeah, she does breeze and brains, and I'd be having if you can get five six bucks for the winner bottom, you'd probably have some on straight away. I think because <laughs> you you're have, short and dramatic. You should have your ticket hovering over yes, the machine. Yes, that's one of my favourites actually during this time of the year. <laughs> Same with Gemma's son as well, because um, Gemma's son will obviously uh, have the nice weight swing and her come the 
uh, come the winter bottom, if that's the path they go down with Gemma's son. So yep. uh, same thing there. Don't be afraid to, because um, you get about two or three minutes till the prices move after a race. So um, this might not be the best race for it, but going forward, there's plenty, plenty of those type of opportunities and uh, something I've loved sniping over the last uh, 10 years or so. Yeah, so this is, yeah, this is going to be a fascination. Clairvoyance uh, should be winning for me. I, as I said on the uh, in my spiel, I really honestly couldn't, couldn't work out how they're going to get beat. However, I will be tracking the Reign of Fire price closely on um, on the exchange, and uh, he's he's for me. He's the one that if, if she's going to get knocked off because she's gas late, he's the one that that could make things very interesting late and could be the could be the one. So I agree. Moving on now to race eight, the Crown Towers handicap. 16 runners, mm. four emergencies. Actually, no, one's come out. Elite Street is scratching. Yeah. So what it's time a, was it, it last night when you were under this one? Oh, mate. It's, yeah, things were getting dire by this stage of proceedings last night, especially doing a market. The markets mm. for race eight and race nine were, um, Jesus. were uh, you know, headache-inducing. Yeah. So, so whoever, all the market makers out, out there who had to go up today, uh, I tip of the hat to you because uh, they, yeah, I would have, would have been panic stations if I was uh, it in It was uh, difficult, difficult work, wasn't it? Um, one thing I can say about this race is I think there was a top four and then I think there was the rest. Yeah, yep. So I put a line through with Elite Street already coming out. Let's just say the emergencies don't get a run. Morgs Freeman, first emergency probably runs. So I put a line through the other um, 15. Sorry, it took me a, a second to do. 16 take four. It's 12, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I rely on maths in my job. So as who's well. the four? Uh, the, the four are quite obvious. I think Shantork gets your map from one. Yeah. Uh, it lands on the back of Copper Fury or Leeds. I think it'll be pretty popular. I liked its trial. Uh, trial was good enough, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I thought the trial was good enough. Still some query for me on the early uh, season three-year-old against the older horses. Um, later in the season, I think they will absolutely dominate them. But earlier in the season, I think there's still some queries. Um, on how well they'll go. Then you've obviously got Real Grace. Um, you ever watch Peaky Blinders? Oh, I've watched one episode. Yeah, yeah, I love how Tommy Shelby said Grace. <laughs> Grace, so Real, Real Grace. But Real Grace is going to be back last. Um, and Real Grace, last start, beat home. She's a Butu and Casino War. So I reckon I could have beaten home. She's a Butu and Casino War on, on foot. Um, the way that race was run, it was super impressive, don't get me wrong, but there couldn't have been a bigger gift setup of a race for real grace gonna have to come past some better horses here uh you then have luke's miss frost um luke fernie yep mr uh, mr luke fernie mr l fernie three votes current uh kalgoorlie brownlow medal <laughs> winner <laughs> um miss frost might have field position here on real grace um if the gates are anything to to go by but also may not there could be a little bit more real grace probably has more tactical speed than uh, miss frost if they're looking at a three wide line here that'll be Really interesting, and it really comes down to quality of ride. Who yeah. wins the, the battle between those two? And the final one's River Bow. Um, willing to forgive last start with River Bow, BJ. Yeah, what thought happened, it was a, what there? It thought was it was a horrible. super trial. Have a look. Did a did a rain slip above? Yeah, we'll have a look at the replay later. Have, yeah. Did the rain slip? I don't know. Something something went uh, awry because River Bow was arguably a better trial than Stage Man. Stage Man came out to win the feature the other day. River Bow then was um, had essential spice level up in a trial and kick back and was a better trial than essential spice so yeah. um that's the way i'm going bj um i'm actually going to go with riverbow here i think riverbow gets field position on miss frost and real grace who will be a long way back i think they'll be aggressive on riverbow um 
I'm going to forgive. I'm not a big forgiveness person usually, but I'm going to forgive that run. I'm going to wait for Betfair. I'm expecting real big money, real grace, yeah. Miss Frost. I'm expecting big money, Shantort, with the map looking as nice as it does um, for her. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna back in the top weight here. I'm gonna I'm hoping Jason Whiting can find a spot in the three wide line on the back of a horse like Pink and Grey, who's drawn out wide and probably comes forward. But I also want to be seeing fourteen fifteen dollars each way late the exchange, and I reckon I might see that BJ. So that's the way I'm going without a huge amount of confidence. Well, that's. I wouldn't have picked that, mm. Terry. Would, I'm surprised myself. Yeah, too, to be honest, Forgive, so. forgiveness. Yeah, Drew, forgiveness. Hey? Yeah, I learned a lot in Calgary. Yeah, I sure mm, did. Mm, hey? Come back a different man. <laughs> Joining a monastery shortly. <laughs> did you imagine? Some, did some meditation out, out, yeah, out, did, out yeah, in the bush. We, or we, just, did we actually had a good chat about meditation out there. Actually, and yeah. about mindfulness and yeah. how to get the best out of you. Anyway, that's, that's a listen to our mindfulness podcast uh, just after this. It's available <laughs> on all Apple and Google's. <laughs> My four, Real Grace, Shantalk, Miss Frost, Schoolhouse, Rock. Uh, now, I've got a question for you. Real okay. Grace, Real Grace. Love if, questions. If Real Grace was in the three-year-old classic, yep. would she be a factor? No. You don't reckon? No. Really? No. Have a look at that. I know she's won by, what she won? Her last two by nine, ten combined, something around that. Yeah. Um, have a look at the horses behind her yeah, and both. Yeah, That's yeah. made her victories probably look a little bit better than they are. But what is she? She's untapped. So we, we simply don't know. Um, but no, there's no way she would have been chasing down those um, those good ones, I don't think. Yeah, I reckon she would have been a top four chance in okay. that three-year classic for yeah, sure. Yeah, I would have been a top four yeah. chance. Probably a fourth chance. Yeah. It's sort of would have been her and Reign of Fire, I think, if you're talking in that sense. Closing uh, who, speed, yeah. Or would you have, if she was in that race, drawn next to Reign of Fire, how good is it to be sitting at Ascot, by the way? I've just realised <laughs> I've been looking at the computer for the last... Yeah, just peering out in the track. This is apart from the guy what's, he, what's he doing down there? He's hose, hosing down there. Come on, buddy! Don't you realise we're recording a podcast? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, oh, this is yeah. This is the longest I've been at Ascot sober as well. I reckon. So, um, what was your question? Sorry, real grace. Real we're, grace. We're just trying to line up, see where she would have matched up in that three-year-old class. Yeah, I, I, I think she would have been below the top four. Okay. Yeah, below the top four still. So. I would have been but a bit, it's, bit, it's more, known. bit more bullish about yep. her chest. My thing was I thought from the from the wide draw that there's just, just going to be layers of plenty for real grace. Yep. And there's um, going to be yeah layer. Yep. And yep. and I was thinking that uh, if she is a Cerise White uh, Peter's Investments filly that is uh, well above average, that um, she could get back, especially later in the day at Ascot, uh, could get back and come yeah. with a come with a burst. You think but she might be a good late price here as well? I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think I, like uh, that. I think that Shantork. There'll be money for Shantork because uh, probably going to find the rail in front. Yeah. From gate one. Uh, it, yeah, unless they're super uh, aggressive. Copper Fury on its day is one of the quickest yeah. horses in Perth. So yeah. you'd, you'd prefer, if you were a Shan Talkbacker, I think you'd prefer to lead and see Copper Fury in the breeze because that's a tremendous little roadblock. But um, Cop uh, Shan Talk put up some really good numbers yeah. as well uh, yeah. last time in. So, yeah. But for me, yeah, I feel as though. I feel as though Real Grace is a horse that um, that could develop into maybe like a Burgess Stakes winning type filly if, if Clairvoyance doesn't go in that direction. Interesting that she was nominated for that three-year classic, but Bob has opted to uh, uh, and Dunbar as Bob has opted to yep. uh, to avoid those uh, the Clairvoyance and, and the likes in those in the feature and have, have opted for ratings races on the day. So, but for me, I feel as though there's something about Real Grace. She's got that Pinjaro. Victory where she's going to be, be some type of steer. Gonna, yeah, I just think it's just going to be hopefully three wide. There recover. isn't much speed in this. Hey, there isn't. There which, isn't which, much speed in this. Which is could be a, could be a good thing. She could slingshot 
three wide with cover, slingshot, closing speed, letting down underneath Chrissy Farm. She's going to be launching late, and mm -hmm. I think. Um, and I, I don't necessarily know that the horses that she's going to be running down are that good. So, real grace on top for me. I, I think that she'll continue to drift on the day. And um, yeah, I, I'm thinking Betfair late for me is, is the way the money, be... money money likely comes. Miss Frost and Shan talk, I think. But in saying that, a Bobby Peters horse. It's one by nine. It's last two. Next thing you know, it's trading two dollars sixty. We missed it. Yeah. So it's this yep. is this will be this is a really really hard market to judge. I am very confident Riverboat drifts. I am very confident we see double the eight, nine bucks that's available at the moment. So 330 um, is the best available for real grace. Mm -hmm. Riverboat at the moment, the best available is 10, 10, well, we won't go there. 850 best available. 850, yeah. yeah I don't get involved at 850. Yeah. So I don't get involved at that price. So cracking race. Good race. One of those four. Good luck to Luke. I think Miss Frost, remember Miss Frost win first up? Devastating. Oh, gee whiz. I think Miss Frost will be super hard. A, a lot of this could come down to. A lot of this could come down to the better ride from from Mitch and Chris on um, Real Grace and Miss Frost, who are arguably the two sharpest um, finishers in this. But we'll be giving um, Shan Talk a head start and potentially Riverboat a head start too. So um, yeah, it, this is this is going to need the winner will be a good steer. Yeah, yeah, it's good to see full fields, isn't it? Mm. Just it, it throws up uh, a lot of yep. lot of different variables. Yeah, if it starts playing heavily on on pace, or the rail is. Uh, Rail is super hot, then I think you'll see Shantalk start, favourite. Okay. All right, Terry, what no. time is it, my friend? It's time for the, the Get Out Stakes, BJ, S-T-E-A-K-S. <laughs> Still had to think about it when I get to the E. Uh, the extremely popular Get Out Stakes is brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Cannyvale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt runs the show. Swing past. Say good day. Timmy and his team will look after you. Congrats to last week's winner, Steve Spence. Now, he denied Mark Millsy Miller another get out stakes. Yeah, Millsy, look, he was in the box seat for a fourth win in the last seven weeks. So he, he locked in a special choice by 0 0.30 lengths and uh, looked home for all, for all and sundry. Now, Steve Spence. He's able to nail Millsy right on the line with the exact 0.33 length margin and claim $50 worth of gourmet beef from Market City Meat. So congratulations, Steve. Millsy, unbelievable performance from you. Uh, but yeah, the Get Out Stakes is on again this week. Now, to enter, simply send us a tweet at the11pod on Twitter. Who you think will win race nine at opening day, Ascot on Saturday, decimal winning margin, Two decimal places preferred, remembering the Sam White rule. First in, best dress, Terry. The Sam White rule is uh, that's gonna that's gonna stick, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So this is uh, what a what a race to finish the day on. I thought I was mad when I did my markets, having sort of cliffs of comfort, and this will test you both comfortably over five bucks. But it appears that the market somewhat agrees with me. I think this will test you as firmed a bit around the um, around the traps now, but. Just um, looking out of the track with you now, BJ, I'm just pointing to the 1,200-metre pole. Yep. At what point, at what mark do you have Cliffs of Comfort finding the breeze, if at all? Find How it. long will it take Chrissy Graham from the outside alley to get to the outside of this will test you, or even Pool E? Oh, probably the 800, I think, too. The 800. That's, yeah. a long, that's a long time, isn't it? Mm. That's an awfully long time. Running in a straight line, though. So. Yep. That is definitely oh, yeah. a, uh, the advantage. But, uh, geez, I reckon this will be a race that should be run considerably above benchmark to the turn from um, from where this will test you and Cliffs of Comfort have drawn. Um, I, I imagine, and 
this would just be my mindset, but Pooley is a far better horse. Pooley? Pooley? Pooley. Pooley is a far better horse when allowed to jump, run, and roll out in front. Um, if I was Darren Taylor, I'd be saying to Jade, use, again, same as Charlton Eddie, I'd be saying, use the fact you've got the, you've got the draw and yep. um, make those two buggers outside your work. This will yeah. test you. It has to be a question mark. Make them think about it anyway. Make yeah. them think about it. This will test you. It has to be a question mark at 1,200 metres. Um, this will test you, again, like we were discussing before, is a different horse when finding the rail. Um, and Cliff's Cumber from 20. If you kick up and lead, this will test you as a question mark in the breeze over 1,200 and Cliff's Cumber has to sit three deep the trip. You might just be able to kick on this rail and, um, and give a little bit more. So really interested how this map will unfold. Again, I'm going to ask you the same question. What's your map? Uh, I had this will, this will test you leading. Yep. Um, Cliff's Cumber outside leader. No, no mindset that they will, they'll try and hold up with Pulley? Pulley? Uh, I just just feel as though Jade's defensive at times. No, no, I think I just think they're just gonna. I, I can't see what else they're gonna do with this. This will test you unless they want to land breeze. I just thought I, I thought thought they might be a little bit conservative with not conservative with poorly, but I just think they're just tips of comfort. Just going to be in attack mode, and mm -hmm. this will test is going to have to come across sort of with it underneath it. I just feel as though the the pressure that tips of comfort will bring will 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 mean that. Mitchie Pateman has to accelerate even more. With they take a sit. Who? This will test you. Perhaps. They, I, they I, discussed it pre uh, at the start of this campaign. They thought she could well, be a she, horse she, that could go. Because she sort of missed the kick in a trial and took a sit and trial really well. Set off dance music. Yeah. Yep. yep, and came past uh, dance music. I just so. think Chris Graham's just going to be attacking from that draw. Handlebars will yep. be where, do you reckon? Yeah. Up or down? Down, okay. firm. And uh, it's just like, uh, they're just like cliffs of comfort. Riding for speed, sustained speed over the twelve hundred meters. Does Jade really want to really want to absorb all that uh, on Pooley? I'd love to see her at least yeah. consider it early. Yeah, consider it early and say what's going to happen here, guys. Am yeah. I going to? Yeah, just just consider it early. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's that's that's going to be the fascinating part of the race, isn't it? From the twelve to the eight hundred to see how it all all plays out. It's just gonna be pressure, pressure, pressure. This will test your clips of comfort poorly. There's gonna be a couple of others poking their head in there just to, just to make them work as yes. well. Yep. So, um, which is why I ended up looking for something that's just, that's gonna be off the speed and uh, gunning down hopefully tired horses late, Terry. Yeah. Naughty so by nature. Oh. What? <laughs> That's mine. Oh, what? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Stinkum. That's brilliant. Oh, we're coming together for something oh. at $20 plus. $20 plus? Yeah. Over $20 to buck, $6.50 a drum. Oh. Yeah, I think the $6.50 is a price. Has there been a has there been a more top-notch trialer? There hasn't been one that I've seen a more top-notch trialer in the last uh, the last uh, couple of months at least. Um, yeah. Well, you go first. Well, I, I was just. Oh, I like this, BJ. First and foremost, it's a cracking race. Um, you reckon he's nearly finished with the hose downstairs? Oh, <laughs> come on, come on, mate! <laughs> don't, don't you know who we are? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, Jen's going to have her work cut out editing this one. Um, sorry about this, Jen. But um, I think that's where Brittany and uh, that's where Brittany and uh, Scott stand. So you have to right. make sure it's nice and clean. Uh, yeah, nice and clean for the king and queen. Polishing the marble yeah. floors for yeah. the <laughs> for the for the sky racing crew. Yeah. Um, gee whiz. Maybe that's where Michael Heaton's going to have his little dance floor this yeah. week. So he cut some absolute shapes in uh, at the exchange uh, for a while there. Oh, Mickey Heaton didn't realise he had it in him. Ah, uh, that's good. That's good. You can take Kalgoorlie out of the lad, but you can't take the lad out of Kalgoorlie. That's it. Now. Um, was it the other way around? The other way around, yes. 
hope you didn't say anything. The moment I said that. <laughs> it just got me thinking. Um, I killed a few brain cells there. Anyway. All right. So, um, our man with the generator is still going strong. Yeah. That's um, all right, though. Well, I'm excited now. We agree on something at a price. Naughty by nature. I did not think you'd find this. So, um, I think most listeners were, are well aware that I always like to target the class three odds when they come back mm-hmm. into their four-year-old campaign. Now, Naughty by Nature ran behind Superstorm. Tuscan Queen had some good battles with some really, really good horses, more than held her own. But one of the most exciting performances of her preparation was her first up oh, win. She was and, do- dynamite. And even her first up effort on debut behind Adelaide Ace and Baby Blues. I know yeah. you got here on third that day, but it was just super. The way yeah. the pattern of that day didn't allow horses to make ground. Yeah. So, yes, continue. Sorry. So, I feel as though that the gates and the full field and the jockeys involved will create uh, a tempo that may be... Unsus- they could be stopping dead. Unsustainable up yep. top, which means that if Clint Johnston Porter, who, it will ride, who rides naughty by nature well and knows her well, rides her confidently with cover she's a sort of horse who can improve into a race without like she doesn't look like she's um at top speed yet she underneath clint johnson porter she tracks into the race on the bridle wound up if she's within striking distance on straightening and if she can if he can she does like to duck in a bit if he can keep her going straight i reckon naughty by nature is going to launch here 100 percent i I do think that you're going to need the right ride and the right mindset. You'd love to see a three-wide mindset. You geez, you'd love to see pulley kick up. This will test mm. your breeze and cliffs of comfort three-wide the troop. And if you're three horses back. Salivating. Oh, off. my God. It's mid-race. What can I have? Two bucks. That's enough. Buddy, let me on. So, um, I reckon this is a great race to attack. And this isn't my style in probably a place-heavy basis yeah. around that $6 mark. Um, but I'm with you. That trial was super. And the fact some sorts come out and brain them in Kalgoorlie since, yeah. albeit didn't really beat anything, but yeah. um, come out and, and got the job done there. Um yeah, geez. A good if horse. This was over just, 14, if this was over 1,400 metres, yeah. Um, yeah, you're just about to clear. Mm. I genuinely just about to clear. Naughty by nature here. But um, look, in a race where they're just going to go mad out in front, and as BJ said, there's there's a big chance they're going to be stopping dead, and the race will change complexion at around about the uh, at around about the people start sign there, or maybe even just before the people start sign, the budget car rental sign. I'm just looking out at the track. Don't know if we mentioned what, the what about the mum? Have we the, mentioned the mum? The, the, the mum champagne. I tell you what, if Naughty by Nature wins, I'll be having some uh, I'll be having some mum champagne down the stone mudless. Is, is, is that a declaration? That is a declaration. Right, so I'll put yeah, I'll put uh, if if Naughty by Nature gets, I'll put five. I'll put five bottles on the nearest table. Oh, I'm yeah. actually gonna yeah, you can you. Can, oh, this is recorded anyway, yeah. isn't it? So, oh, I like this song. Can you hear that? Oh, that- ah, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm already. I already feel like this is home. Um, we have to pitch the table. It's going to need to go right. I feel like this has a bit of my media baron selection last week. The difference is. Um, this map is just so 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 suitable, but uh, but also well, not, not but so, so 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 suitable, but it's more suitable. But also, she's a class she's a class mare. Yes, uh, who's on the per, rise, uh, who on the rise, and she gets in arguably performs best fresh too, as we just uh, touched on. So. She, she's been placed in an Oaks and placed in a thousand guineas and placed in a Challenge Stakes, and she's still only a seventy rider. Mm-hmm. So she gets into these this this uh, this grade so sweetly. What price? Uh, me naughty by nature. I was. Where am I? I've still got her a reasonable quote. I haven't got her favourite or anything like that. I think I was eight dollars. Oh, were yeah. you? Yeah. There you go. I was eleven. Yeah. And I, I could have yeah, I reckon I could have had her shorter. I still have I was actually you're funny, I was flicking between 
Yeah, eight and eleven. Yeah, because Ocean's fifteen is my next horse, and that was yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I still have Cliffs of Comfort favourite. I, I felt that Cliffs of Comfort goes and takes it to this will test you. I think Cliffs of Comfort's tough. What were you? Were you five dollars? I was five dollars a field. I was five dollars a field. Yeah. Oh, this will test you. Just shy of seven. Yep. So I, I really querying the um the uh the twelve hundred meters. This will test you. Um, Ocean's fifteen. Paul Lee likely just get the tuck in behind. Lace Finsky tuck in behind. Dom to shoot winding up mm. with them. Early season three year old again. Um, good to see the Pontiff back as well. Yeah. We didn't really touch on that too much she's a light if Welcome she's back, a light Pond. yeah she's a light's probably the blowout at probably 60 70 dollars late if if um living up to what she did last campaign she gets the suck run mm -hmm. right in behind him but uh, i don't know whether that was a it almost gets it almost gets the same run she, she got right. like the, the same run a couple of times there in a row uh, actually, yeah, and uh, capitalised. Yep, she's a winner. She, yeah, she's a winner. Is there anyone riding more double-figure winners than Pete Carberry mm. at the moment either? So, um, And then obviously Dunbar, who's uh, they've got the potential Cerise and White out of the box factor. So yep. I reckon you're going to see $20 naughty by nature throughout as well. I don't think this is a flash in the plan type price, but mm. um, naughty by nature each way, BJ, all day. Each way, all day, naughty by nature. Oh, I like that. I didn't expect that. CJP. A finish. Hey? That's all. Yeah, it's just. Uh, oh, I know. I know for a fact that she is going to be mowing turf mm. late. It just. It just. It, it's, it's just a matter of if there's enough. Likely. If there's enough runway left for her to to, to get over yeah. them, you know. Yeah, um, we'll see if they can move the post back yeah. fifty meters. That'd, that'd be great. Well, we're we're I'll take after we're mates with Chris Nation that. now, so yeah, maybe exactly. we, could, we could put him. We've got him in our back pocket now, guys. So, put him uh, a request just to move the. Uh, we'll make sure the rail's dead cold. Okay. Yeah, Chris, if you could just yep, just down there. Yeah, thanks, Chris. <laughs> okay, perfect. So, uh, so we're combining naughty by nature at twenty bucks. Naughty Tell you nature. what, we'll march into next week's podcast, won't we? Conor McGregor like arms um, the other side. <laughs> Don't forget the guru. Catch up the guru and the stone. Yes, yes. If was it five bottles of yeah, if yeah, uh, no, Naughty by Nature salutes the Not a problem. I might even go to the, the QT rooftop bar after that. That might be that type of job. So, <laughs> uh, All right. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, best betting proposition Betfair? of the day. Betfair, best betting proposition. What's your best? My best at the moment in terms of overlays, a lot of mine are very short. Mm. I've gone very sort of thin with my uh, selections at the moment. But in terms of overlay, the one that's the – the best price from one of my on-top selections is Expressionist. Okay. Race six, number four. What price did you have Expressionist, sorry? I thought I was about the 350 mark. There's yep. a bit of 390 around yep. at the moment. Okay. Um, uh, Expressionist and, um, yeah, that's the way I'm looking. Okay. Uh, I will – well, look. Lord Lonsdale in the first is one I'm very keen on at the 340 when I've marked it mid twos. But um, we better go with Red Hot Tip, BJ. Mark yeah. Red Hot Tip, four bucks. Uh, I think we can back that each way at sort of 250, 260 a, a hole. Uh, expecting Ryan Hill to be super aggressive. And uh, price-wise, that is my biggest overlay. Um, I like that terminology. Probably. So, um, yeah, Red Hot Tip, double figures. All right, so, so I guess we're, we're ah. we we can't go. Is this anywhere. the first time ever? I think so. I yeah. reckon. What is this? Forty-five episode? Six? Yeah, forty-six. Forty-six episodes. It's taken forty-six episodes, and we're uh, it's, this isn't even a Maddie that we're um, trying to find, and we've just gone the same one. This is one we're both marked on top. Bullish, bullish. So uh, naughty by nature. Race nine. The one one pods Maddie is naughty by nature Get out in stakes. the uh, in the Get Out Stakes. Currently twenty-three dollars oh, available. Jeez. Fixed odds. 
Jeez, I'm quite just excited. <laughs> I don't know. There's a bit of a lull now. All right. Uh, this has been a lengthy one, hasn't it? Yeah, it has been a long one, Guru. So what we might do is we might just finish up there. We'll do our horses to follow, top-notch trailers, and whatever happened to segments on next week's edition, episode 47 of the 1-1. But now I'll just ask you to do your usual and take us out. Well, I uh, just wanted to thank Chrissy Nation again. I want to thank, actually, first, thank, thank Peter McCormick for uh, filling uh, my very small shoes uh, last week. Uh, his best of the day got up, so hopefully we all had a fill on uh, Icy Red. Icy Red. Um, thank you very much, Peter. I'm sure we'll have him on, on very again, on again very shortly. Uh, thank you to Chris Nation coming on. I found that really, uh, really, really interesting. The stuff I genuinely learned as a punter there, and I hope you did at home as well. Um, cracking bloke, Chris. So hopefully we can um, get out and see him at the races and uh, and buy him a beer. But guys, get out this week. There's still GA available. We'll be down in the Stone Motherless. There'll be five bottles of mum. <laughs> sitting in front of me after the last probably no glasses i think we'll just be going straight from the bottle by that stage of the proceedings but get out of here guys because 25 degrees this is uh this is what it's all about get around the carnival headquarters headquarters and uh until next week on the one one